Hey everyone, it's Colin from Recess, and I wanted to thank you for listening to the Scales podcast. Team members Andrew Bergen and John Wolf recently won the New Jersey State Yo-Yo Contest, and they both used the vacation, proving that it's an amazing yo-yo that's worth your time and money. Also, we just released the Komodo, which is Ahmad Charisma's signature yo-yo. What up, everyone? This is Andrew Mater from Caribou Lodge Yo-Yo Works, and you're listening to the Scales Podcast. Definitely stay on the lookout for my second signature yo-yo, the super secret prototype. With the help of Caribou Lodge, we are hoping to set the release for this at the Bay Area Classic competition on June 3rd in San Jose, California. Also, check out Alec Campbell's new video of the European Yo-Yo Championships. You can find this video on Caribou Lodge's Facebook, and it portrays the awesome adventures that myself, as well as the team had in both Prague and Bratislava. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Patrick Canny here with the Scales Podcast, and I wanted to give a quick shout out to our awesome sponsor, YoYoExpert.com, where you can learn yo-yo tricks and buy cool new yo-yos. Uh, one of my new favorites that just came out recently is the Horizon Ultra. You can go check that out on YoYo Expert and get free shipping with the promo code SCALES. That is S-C-A-L-E-S, SCALES, for free shipping. Go check them out, and thanks for listening. Hey everyone, this next episode you are about to listen to is an interview with Tressie Cahill, curated by Andrew Bergen and Mark Mangaren. Tressley is known as one of the most impactful people in yaling as he has created an insane amount of staple elements that are still used to this day. To me, his style is amazing because it's so refreshing compared to yaling currently. Tressley is always focused on the yayo moving and performing beautiful transitions, something so rare in today's scene. Outside of his yaling, Tressley is at a bigger presence than you think. Tressley has created designs for many companies around the world, such as Recess International, 44 Festo, and more. Odds are, you own a yo-yo that has his artwork on it. Hope you enjoy this podcast. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Wait, co- sit on the couch with us. Sit on the couch with us. We can do it right now. Oh, this is the Scales Podcast. It's 12.30 a.m. and we have an interview with... Uh, Tressley Cahill, uh, mostly known for his third place finish at MAR 2012. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> 2002 MAR finalist, Tressley Cahill. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I uh, placed 7th at 2007. There we go. That's what I did. 7th, 2007. Yeah. Yep. 100%. <clears throat> so why was this recess so memorable again? Because... When I was starting to yo-yo, like... Honestly, I think it was just because it was Tokyo Police Club. Listen, <laughs> I think it was it. Listen, think, this freestyle changed my life. I think it was just My whole song. life. Different because of this I, freestyle. I really want to know because... So, if... Alright, so this... It's... This sounds somewhat narcissistic, but, like, if... I have such an easy name to Google that if you Google it, there have been a lot of threads created about that freestyle. Are you serious? And, yeah, I swear to you. Yeah, and a lot of them seem to just break it down because it was a good mix Check. of both front style and side style stuff. Um, a lot of freestyles nowadays are just like one front style combo to earn a lot of points and a lot of just side style stuff. Um, yeah. This was a pretty good mix. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I've never yeah. freestyled since then. Um, so that's it. Yeah. Uh, it was like the only freestyle I've ever had and I don't know. I didn't think it would do that well. Um, but I think honestly the music is what did it. I think it introduced kids to a lot of different types of music to try instead of all like the upbeat tempo stuff. Mm. 
if that freestyle never happened, I would have never have ever like listened to any music other than like whatever had just radio. hit me. Yeah, so whatever like, was on the radio. Influence, influence your music style. Like, for real, as for real, young, absolutely. As a young tween. I was yeah, as a tween, I was literally a tween. Nature of the Experiment by Tokyo Police Club. Look it up. Well, yeah. look, it, look it up. It's a great song. Yeah. <laughs> really good. It, it, it actually inspired a lot of later uses of Tokyo Police Club and other freestyles. I've had a lot of people honestly text it's me or message me and tell me that I was the one that introduced them to that band, but Seth Peterson was the one that actually introduced me to that band. Um, yeah, but I mean. Yeah, yeah. but it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you but, but who got seventh? Yeah, who got yeah seven? right. Who was On at that MAR that day. year? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, like, uh, I don't know. When you were growing up, like, we would talk about music all the time, you and me, Bergie. Like, uh, yeah, we would just constantly trade bands, and I would send you new stuff all the time. Uh huh. And I would listen, and I would be like, this is good no matter what. Do you remember that band Calories? (laughs) Yeah. So uh, they had that song Fast Forward, and Tyler and I were listening to Joyce Manor the other day, and I was trying to think of calories, and I could not remember them. I finally figured it out, and I sent it to him today. But man, that was driving me crazy. I thought about texting you, because I was like, Bergie, you'll know who it is. But I just tell him. Right away. Yeah. Okay, so uh, how you? I, I think a lot of people don't know you. Yeah, so I don't. I don't <laughs> right? know you. I didn't know you for like right? a while. You're... I'm a late stage yo-yo. Can you describe like? Because I, miss, just... I missed like Americana mid 2000s yo-yo. Well, <laughs> I wasn't there for ramen tour. I wasn't there for like anything. None of that. Yeah. America. I wasn't there for ECC. ECC 2008, so... Let's, let's uh, maybe <laughs> describe your relationship to Tyler. Oh, God. Tyler Severin. <laughs> oh, man. So I've known Tyler since he was, like... What were you, 13, man? 14? Yeah, Where'd you yeah. meet when Something you were 13 like years Mitchell's, old? Mitchell's Yo-Yo Club? Okay, sure. So, uh, yeah, and I mean, that was just, like, an eclectic group of individuals. I mean, we had AJ Kirk and people, like... Uh, what was... Um, what was AJ's friend... Uh, he was like the super emo kid. He just like brushed his hair over all the time when he yo-yoed. Uh, Nate Sutter. No, it's not Nate. No, Nate's always had short hair. It started with Raleigh. Yeah, Raleigh Booze. Exactly. That's, yeah, Raleigh Booze. Uh, and it was just like uh, a really good group of individuals. And I met Danny and Tyler and uh, John Robb and Justin Weber. And that's funny. I actually met Jonathan Robinson through uh, Justin Weber at University of Delaware when he was going to school there. Um, it was the first time he was like ever really yo-yoing. It was pretty cool to meet him before he like went into 5A. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was a, a really good group back then, and uh, I mean. So, Mitchell's... so in terms of like American yo-yo, early American yo-yo culture, like, do you think that it was kind of like pockets of these kind of clubs? So it was like you guys over in Delaware, and then like where was Drew Tate's at the time, and those people? Like, so it was kind of like Seth Peterson was in an area. Yeah, I mean, there was like there, then... there definitely was. So I mean, we had yoyoing dot com slash news to, okay. as the forum, and like Ooh. a lot of and those. That was, pe- that was a classic forum. Right? That was a classic forum. That's where we all kind of met. And yeah, yeah there, yeah. there really was though. There was like the East Coast group, and then there was like the Northeast group that was like Nate Sutter, Eric Koloski, right. Mark Montgomery, all those people. Um, what was Jordan's last name? Do you remember that guy, Jordan? That Jordan had... Cooper? Jordan Cooper. Yeah, yeah like uh, some really good classic yo-yoers. And then Midwest was like uh, Hank and Drew and all those guys. And then uh, Seth and uh, Dave Poyser. And then West Coast was like Escalar, Spencer Berry. But was it was it like clusters, essentially? Yeah, it was seriously clusters of just okay. like people. And we just kind of like stuck together. I don't know. It was kind of cool. And, yeah. then, and then so these clubs would just like meet up at some point. Yeah, like, contests like you would meet and you'd share. And yeah, then... you'd share tricks and like we would shoot up to NER to share tricks with the Northeast guys and stuff like that and hang out at contests. And it was like, it was a really cool way to meet other people and share different styles of tricks because we were all just doing 
different kind of things. Right, and it's not like this was organized in time. It was kind of freeform, like, just yeah. how yo came together. And there wasn't and YouTube then. Out. Like, we were, yeah. yeah, we were honestly, like, people were uploading videos. Sector Y was where we were trying to yes. grab things. Um, yeah, it was, it was. Who, tym.de. <laughs> <laughs> tym.de. <laughs> <laughs> I read about people complaining about that, and I'm like, what the fuck? Ooh, kind of like a big deal. <laughs> that is, a big is there like a is there like a table thing? Just grab that chair right there. Oh, that can, is a can, big deal. can you grab us that chair? Yes, of course. Thank you, man. Oh, oh you just spilled your beer, I think. Ibrahim is on the rise. He spilled the beer, but it's okay. That's okay. It's chill. Okay. It's chill. It's Tyler's house. The ants are chill. Just leave them there. Yeah. Can you grab me a beer? Please, Shut the fuck up, <laughs> <laughs> No, you're gonna get hot sauce all over the house. Charlie, do you know a lot about Sage? What? Do you know a lot about Sage? Not a lot. I don't, He's I, gonna be here tomorrow. Like, know, we know about his tricks. I know nothing about him. He invented Iron Whip. That's all oh, you really need to know. Oh, sick. Is he yeah. the only person to invent? Like, what he's else did he make? He's a sixth of So, all right. So he this was just—he was the, while we're all he was like one of those guys. So when people were still like the yo-yo format was still. Sports ladder, and you were still just like going to contests and doing like the sports ladder and all that. And Sage was the guy actually making videos and trying to push out more stuff. Like, no, you can do different mounts. Like the Blair Witch mount is one of like the coolest. Blair things. Witch, I've never. That's done. a very, very big deal. It's a super cool mount. Do you remember Blair Witch? Call no, back, call exactly. back here and he doesn't know right. the, the Blair Witch mount was super dope. Tyler, 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 can you show us? I know what that is. No, but wait, what's what? Where's that? It would be hard to learn. It's sage. It's a sage trick. It's like that. You throw it from uh, and video. you go like this real quick. It's like a three round. Yeah, yeah. It's super sick. Oh shit! So like yeah. three. Oh. When is he coming? He's coming tomorrow apparently to the Yo-Yo oh, Club. Shit. Yeah, because Tyler said he met him. Like I had never met him when I was growing up. It was just like so. This is the way you learned about sage was when you were seeing the sports ladder and it said Iron Whip on the sports ladder. The video was of him with a trash bag behind him in his garage doing Iron Whip on like a fully responsive renegade. Like, was it, it was, was it, was it very janky? It was super janky. So like, janky. It, dude, it, it hit, like, you could God. see the yo yo wanting to grab back. It was, and then it was, it was like, like Windows Movie Maker. Yeah. Like, blurry as hell. Corner right. Yeah. Like, in 300 like, by 400. Like, so tiny. Caprius font. <laughs> It was it was it brutal. Was like, it was like the pixelated. But he top was like down. he was like he, he invented the whip like on. Oh, so he no he didn't invent Iron Whip. He invented the whip. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, Iron Whip was, was the first whip. The whip was the first whip. Before that, like there was no whip. Nobody was doing this. There were no action. whips. There were no Never. whips. There, there was, was no offering no... at that time. Right. Like, okay. Okay. So he invented so... plastic whip, Iron Whip, all yeah. the whips, every whip. Okay. So... Whip. 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 So wait, hold on. <laughs> so just for some clarification, in terms of the the. Creation of slack tricks in yelling. Yeah. Paul Escalar made yellow triangle first, correct? Yeah. What is a yellow and triangle right now? It's, uh, and then <laughs> and then and then Sage made the whip. No, no Sage, Sage made, made whip the whip before whip. yellow triangle. Sage is before. So that's the first Sage is like slack. Sage trick. is the guy. Iron whip was like 1999, man. Like super okay. super early. Listen, okay. you yeah. don't understand. Sage is the guy. He made yeah. up all the tricks. There would be no any. We would not be here without Sage. You could legit like you could call him the Godfather. Like they, if you ask the guys, I think from the West Coast, like those 2001 guys, yeah. they they will even tell you that Sage like is a huge inspiration to them. Like Escalar, Spencer Berry, because right. like he really did. He just pushed like he was the first person to look at yo-yoing. I think in a little bit of a different way. Maybe not like the first, but he was the first one to actually get out there and really show what he was looking at. And like the Iron Whip was a thing that just completely changed the game. It's yeah. one of those tricks, kind of like breath. Breath was one of like those yes. fundamental tricks that like showed slack in a completely different way. Were you thinking like, when oh, Escalar slack was just lazy, like stayed there, yeah, but yeah, yeah, breath yeah. had like movement, 3D slack where it was like on the Z. It was really cool. Um, 
But it was just one of those tricks that's still timeless. Like, I think a lot of people can't do breath. Like, I don't know. It's were, really cool. Were you around when, like, Iron Wolf was first done? So, yeah, I was in yo-yoing when Iron Wolf was first done, but, like, I wasn't aware of that type of community, though. Like, yeah, I was saying, it was, how did you, you had deliberate. Get distributed like, yo-yoing yo-yoing for, for friends and... How did you yeah. find out about that? It was, like, you searching out more information like yo-yoers do now, where you just go, like, what is there... Like, so you reach a, a almost, like, a point. Like, there's a peak. Um, and I, when I first started yo-yoing, like, I had a store right up the street from me, and it was called iCubed. And uh, the first yo-yo contest I, I was ever in was just, like, a sports ladder. And from there, that's all you thought yo-yoing was. You had videos like Arnie Dixon's How to Yo-Yo from Duncan and stuff like that that didn't show you much more than, like, Rock the Baby in the Eiffel Tower. So that's just what you thought yo-yoing was, and you didn't really try to push... Like, I didn't try to push the boundaries too much further. And it was, like, when I got to Mitchell's and I realized, like, holy crap, there's a whole lot more that you can do. Like, I saw spirit bomb being done and stuff. And it was, like, you just needed that exposure. And then once I had that exposure, you're exposed to more tricks. And that's where I saw Iron Whip because, like, Sage had actually released it. It was a video online, and that's how they referenced it. Like, nobody from the National Yo-Yo League had done Iron Whip. It was just Sage's garage video because nobody else was doing it yet. Like, but it was on the sports ladder. But it was part of the sports ladder, so people... People were, yeah. People knew how to do it. You had to be able to do it, but it was at the end of the sports ladder. Oh, it was the... Hardest it was trick. like it was like 24, 25. Yeah. Added until years later. yeah, it was so yeah, but it was just it was like the, it was the hardest trick in the sports. It was one of the harder tricks. The like current, Kamikaze became like the hardest, wasn't it? Or okay, so, so yeah. what's what is currently the hardest trick in the sports? Black Ops. Black Ops, yeah. Sure? The, so triple it nothing. It used to be suicide, I believe. I thought Shockwave for a while went. It was like Iron Whip Shockwave. Can we pull at, at the at no at, so at World's Prelims back in like 2004, 2000. I think it was compulsory. Yeah, yeah, compulsories where Shockwave was the final because you did Shockwave tiebreakers. Yeah, imagine sitting there doing that. And then, so at one year they had Iron Whip tiebreakers, and the the rules were, like, somewhat gray, because you had, like, Andre Boulay is the best example, but people were doing, like, more slack whips, where it literally was just this, yeah, the slow, like that, and people were counting those, and there was, like, a big discussion of, that doesn't count as a whip, because in Sage's video, the, he it's a literal whip, like, whack, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and like, it, was, it was, like, a big thing, and they decided to change the tiebreaker from that, because Shockwave was more of a repetition. Um, and then just easier to follow. But, like, that, I don't know. That was really cool back in the day to just see the progression of what compulsory tricks were. Yeah. I mean, it kind of, like, wish compulsories were a thing still. Too. They teach you fundamentals, I yeah. think. Like, yeah. and I think that that's a lot I of things. I think it should be updated. I think that's a lot of things that some of the new yo-yoers miss out on. I think fundamentals have absolutely changed. I think new yo-yoing has introduced a lot of new things that you should learn. Yeah. But I do think that a lot of the older tricks provide a lot of, like, the more rudimentary things that you want to learn. Right. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. Um, so do you still yo-yo now, or are you kind of like out of the, yeah. out of the game, but like you're just casually part of the yo-yo community? Yeah, so I I do a lot more design work in the yo-yo community now, but I still like to yo-yo. I mean, it's, uh, it's something you kind of never let go, and I was never huge into competing. I mean, I oh, like yeah, to, to freestyle, but I always tried to come up with stuff. I always thought... Tricks were more fun to create than to be on stage. Um, it's not everyone's cup of tea. It's not easy. Yeah, and I've like tried to stay true to the type of tricks that I always was inspired by. Um, I think slack is really cool. It's not my favorite thing. I'm really into momentum-based tricks. I like the yo-yo to do most of the work, um, mainly because I think that's like what I grew up learning. Tricks that were just a little bit more of the yo-yo always moving. Um, but yeah, yeah I don't know. I just I just try to nowadays stay. are like extremely slack heavy. And but and they're incredibly technical and they're and they're really cool. But it's a it's a different type of yo-yoing than I grew up with, and I think it's 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 a really cool evolution. Um, 
but yeah, there's just I, the tricks that I like to do are the ones that I'm comfortable doing. Um, and I don't think they push boundaries or anything like that, but I try to push myself um, and try to come up with some new things. And I think it's kind of fun. Um, it's almost like people that take a, a, a toy like a skateboard or a bike and they're making tricks. Like that's a timeless thing. There's only so much that you can do, but they're still figuring out new ways to do things. Um, and so, in terms of design work, like, what do you do specifically? Um, That's like your contribution, well, I guess, right? Can you list, like, the most notable or your favorite designs that you've done? Because I feel like a lot of people just have no idea where yeah, these so for the listeners, come from. for the listeners here, Chesley is a graphic... No, not a graphic designer. That's it's a, a graphic designer. That's fine. Okay, graphic so designer, a graphic yeah. designer. Is there a different... Uh, and something else have you referred to you as? I guess like your contribution to Yang is like using your skills as a yeah. pretty good graphic designer. And now like, as I yeah now as I've gotten older and like uh, I haven't had as much time to yo yo right. and like it's not do easy. more yeah it's not like it's no longer innovation it's more about the friends because my friends have grown up with me in this community and and they've started companies and um, I've been offered a lot of opportunities to uh, do logos for a lot of contests um, I've done Canadian nationals which was really cool Chris gave me a great opportunity to do that. Um, I did EYYC in 2012 when it was featured on MTV, Ooh. and that was really cool to do. Um, Corda gave me that, and that was awesome. Um, so I, I don't know, it's, it's really cool. And then newer companies that are like popping up, are, uh, I don't know, like Tyler. Tyler's given me a lot of opportunities with stuff through Recess, and then um, like Core Company just popped up, and they asked me to do some stuff as well. So oh, see, did you do the modern Core Pro logo? No, that was actually Drew. Drew yeah, Drew did the the Corco seal, and um, uh, Randy and I had been talking about some of the bike stuff that he was going to do because he's started this new engineering job and he was looking at some bike logos and stuff like that and I had a, a really cool logo that I showed him and, and we just kind of went forward with it. So, I don't know, it's just kind of, uh, it's a community that I've been a part of for so long that it allows me to work with my friends and that's the most fun work that I think that you can do. Um, and then, like, I got to do the Scales logo and that was more of just Bergie kind of poking me and then me sending him three versions and him going, <laughs> I love them all and just kind of rolling with it. So, uh, I don't know, it's been really fun. I think... People in the OU community uh, kind of accept me as a designer um, and really enjoy coming to me for work. So uh, I think it offers me a lot of opportunity. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think it's crazy that basically you, Drew Tate, and Paul Escalar make up the, the majority of what the yo yo community yeah. looks like. Yeah. I feel like that's something that. Like, all of these things seem really little one by one, but I think overall it becomes something right, you're much larger. Image of yo -yoing but, like, you worlds. kind of recognize that you, you make what yo yoing looks like yeah. for, like, a good maybe, like, 10, 20%. Yeah, it's, I, I mean, it's, it's really cool. It's, uh, yeah, I, I mean, Tyler and I were talking about that not too long ago, and I didn't really think about how many logos I had done, but I've honestly done a logo for, like I, I'm about to do 44 uh, Festa in Japan, so my logos are hitting all around the world, which is really cool. And uh, I don't think I would have gotten those opportunities not having been a part of this community. Um, so yeah, it, I don't know, it's, it, it is kind of cool. And like Paul Escalar is a huge influence and Drew is like a, a, another huge influence and it's great to bounce ideas off of those guys and talk to them and, and see the same work that they're putting out because we do kind of push each other. Um, we see kind of what, what other people are pushing for brands and, and what we want to see as well. Um, what kind of new stuff we can do because sometimes you start to feel like uh, things just get a little oversaturated um, You uh -huh. just see a lot of the same types of designs and stuff like that and You want to see something new like why do all the yo-yos start to look the same or why does that yo -yo have kind of the same design? Why don't we do anything fun on the sides anymore? Um, yeah, it's like going back to the old artwork like 
cherry bomb. I mean, it looks like a cherry. pog, but it was a bomb, like a cherry that yeah, had a Can passion. you describe it for like anyone who doesn't? <clears throat> yeah, it's an old the cher- like... The cherry bomb is, by the way, a very influential yo-yo. Uh, old Team Losi butterfly type of yo-yo. Yeah. Uh, that had... 5A was invented on the Losi cherry bomb. Tiny, tiny berry. Yeah, yeah, but it was just like, I I mean, I go back, I, I feel like I'm dating myself here, but I go back to, I just loved fun stuff. Like, I thought the tiger shark, tiger shark had a cool cap back in the day. Like, it's fantastic. Too. Like, people don't really put too much artwork like that on anymore, and I really enjoy when people like just cram artwork on something or allow a, a designer to just kind of flex on a yo-yo. It's kind of cool. What's your opinion on the YYJ designs? Like the Hitman, the Dark Magic, all of them. Uh, oh, the I, I really respected Johnny as a designer when I was growing up because I was young as well and he was much better than I was. I mean, when he was doing those designs, he was like 16, 17 years old. Really? Yeah. Oh, like, I didn't even really recognize Yeah, the Hitman, that. the Lin Fury and all that stuff. He was like 16, 17 ambitious. years old. And if you went to his... Yeah. so. Yo-Yo Freaks is his new company that's making yo-yos, but back in the day, he just owned yoyofreaks.com, and he had tons of artwork that he had done to... Yo- the original Yo-Yo Jams, you could use a suction cup to pull out the, the plastic cap, and then you could put it in a new paper cap, so people were constantly changing their artwork. Um, and he put up a huge gallery of just things that he had designed, so he was a huge inspiration at the time um, to just kind of, like... I was designing my own artwork for caps It's now. like people who are uh, designing album artwork. Exactly. But it's like, yeah. Yeah. Um, if you were to have your own yo-yo, how would you design it, and like, what would it be? And uh, how would you do the art for it, most importantly? So it would be representing yourself, essentially, instead of you working on other people's... Yeah, it's, that's really tough. Uh, I mean, I've never thought about having my own signature yo-yo, really. Uh, I mean, I like classic butterfly shapes, and I love the classic like butterfly logo. I don't know if you've ever seen the butterflies from 70, yeah. the 70s that have like the really vibrant... Um, they're like half orange and then they're like a white cap then the butterfly is like pink, blue it's um, incredible and I don't know I'd really like something like that that isn't tied to just like a one color on an anodized piece Um, I'd really want to do something a little bit more fun so I'd I'd even think like if I had my own signature I'd maybe want to do plastic that I could get away with like a little bit more artwork on um, to kind of express myself because I'm not I don't want a super competitive yo-yo because I'm not a competitive yo-yo I'd want something that's more fun for people to throw or lets me actually like express myself now um, where I'm at in the community. Yeah. Okay, so you covered Americana. <laughs> covered history of Tressley. Is there any tricks that Tressley has made that uh, no. like a crazy influential <laughs> yeah. in the world of yo-yoing? Uh, so I know, I know, for every every tricks. classic yo-yo. I think half laceration. There we go. So 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 every That's the one. Every, <laughs> every classic yo-yo has. Every classic Americana yo-yo has made some kind of contribution to the trick pool of modern yo-yoing. Um, is there any tricks that you've made that you've been like, pretty proud of? <clears throat> um. <laughs> I don't know. It's tough to say. Like I don't think we have. I, I don't know. I've always just kind of come up with tricks on my own and thought that they were kind of cool. Um, I came up with the one and a half laceration, which was pretty influential. With the one and a half hook? The 1.5 hook? Uh, from trapeze, you throw over and you're on a one and a half mount. It's just like a... Oh, the 1.5 yeah. whip. From yeah, trapeze. Yeah, I guess it's a whip. Yeah, whatever. I call it which actually is extremely underrated. <laughs> no, I've never seen it all year, 2016. What? Trapeze, the 1.5 whip? No one has done it at all. And any of 2016. I probably do it. No, <laughs> you know why? I've probably because done it. You have to give you have to give the string slack, right? Yeah, it's just a it's a quick way. No it's one a, does it. No it's one not does that it. hard. <clears throat> any twenty sixteen freeze, I've never seen anyone do that trick. No offense to you, but it is underrated. Yeah, no offense. Well, yes. so to be fair though, no, t- uh, Takeshi Matsura made the better version of it, which he does just straight from trapeze and he throws right into the one and a half. 
Do you guys know, or it's not even from trapeze, just from the throw. It was in his crazy combo that all oh, of you guys... Oh, no, that's the 1.5 whip, though. That's but different. he just does it from that, but I do yeah. mine from trapeze. But mine... the thing is, that's different, though. I don't know, but I just think he built on it and made that better. Like, that's no. a better way to get in there. I think that's a different trick completely, because of the fact no, that you have to... I, I, know, I agree with you, Tristan. I think he just built on that that idea of, like, mine went from trapeze to 1.5, where he just went, I can do this from a full throw, and I'm and it just looks better, but it's the same concept. It's the exact same throw. No, because the, the, the trapeze, the 1.5 whip, is much more complicated. You have you have it taught. You have to like hop it, give it a little bit of slack, and then whip it over. I don't think it's that bad. <laughs> I was it's not be, easy. Uh, I don't know. All if right. I tried it right now, I wouldn't get it on the first well, try. <laughs> I guarantee. But so like I did that, and then I don't know. Like I don't have any. I mean, I'm not. I would. I'm not on the level of like Escalar or Spencer or any of those guys that actually have tricks that are known by name and stuff like that. But. I, I feel like I've had a lot of call-outs and, and people call me out as, like, their favorite or one of their favorite yeah. players, which has always been a really cool feeling. I don't know why. As a, as a late-coming year and, like, observing the community from, like, a distance, you're known as, like, the smooth flow. Yeah. Like, that kind of uh, concept of yo-yoing. And like I don't flow even... Flow yo-yoing from, like, early, mid-2000s. And I don't... Yeah, I, I think it's... People, I people have always said that I have a very relaxed yo-yo look, which I think is more of what it is. It's my tricks aren't technical at all, and I know that for a fact. But yeah, I think people just like that. Like I've said before, I like momentum it's in yo-yo. Exactly. It's like a I, I take pride in like the way the yo-yo moves and stuff like that. I want it to be somewhat fluid and smooth. I um, notice that a lot of modern yo-yoers now they they tend to not care so much about specific execution. So like, say we were talking about the iron whip, right? Uh, the iron whip can be really janky, or it can be really smooth, or it can stop and then the whip goes down afterwards there's different ways to do the same iron whip and i think nowadays people care less about the execution of a given trick do you think it matters uh yeah for sure i think because the kids nowadays just rush to hit something and don't work on refining it that much anymore i think it's more of like hitting what's current and then just moving on but back in the day like again not to date myself but on responsive yo-yos like there was almost a, a price to pay. If you didn't work on doing it smooth, like, you were going to hurt yourself. The yo-yo was going to come back and hit you. And, like, um, it was... I mean, I was during the time of... before, Like, before recess, like, yo-yos. Yeah. Like, we weren't putting our friction stickers further back. We were just trying to throw the yo-yo and wear them down until they were just two pieces of fabric. Because that was the best way to get your yo-yo to stop hitting you. And, like, that's the thing that you had to learn was just, like, how can I be as smooth as possible and not get hit or like how can i keep my string taut so that i'm not getting caught um suicides were a pain in the ass to throw like so <clears throat> i don't know i think like nowadays i, I don't want to say they're spoiled but like yo-yos are or yo-yos in general are just wider gaps stuff like that um and you can just kind of throw things like crazy and i think throwing whips and all of that stuff doesn't need to be as smooth anymore because it's a different style yeah, people are doing different it's, things it's changed yeah. as a whole it's a totally different like game people aren't really playing. you're not like single a i wouldn't say that people are really doing whips anymore you're doing hooks now which is a form of a whip don't get me wrong yeah. but like people have moved on where whips are in foray and you're seeing crazy whips in foray and they're more of what you expect to see in a whip where people realize that like a whip in 1a looked okay but we can progress it and make it way better um so yeah it's i think I do think that kids nowadays just rush to learn like the next thing and don't worry about refining it but I think that yo-yo has also kind of acclimated to that and your favorite yo-yo of the last year of the last year yeah. uh, the igloo I don't know if that's in the last year 
The Caribou yes. one, man. Yeah, the Caribou Lodge Igloo is definitely, like, my, I, the, yeah. He's also my favorite yay, by the way. Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, that's right, you and me. Yeah. Silver, Silver Squad. Silver, Silver Squad. Yeah. Silver, Silver Squad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that, uh, I don't know, I love that yo-yo. It's, I'm not a huge fan of heavy yo-yos. I, I really try to get into metals, and, like, I still find myself playing with plastics all the time. Um, first base is honestly up there, too. I play with my first base and my igloo all the time. Yeah, um, did you design any first base... Last year I got to do a really cool one. Uh, I sent Tyler an idea of uh, a middle finger I had been drawing, um, and he was super into it, and he told me he wanted to print it on a yo-yo, so I just asked him if it could be black. Very, and, very edgy. Yeah, so he came up with the message behind it. I was honestly just doodling it over and over. Um, it was just something I had in my head. Uh, and what's funny is is we did it, and the idea was to just kind of have the middle finger be cut off because that's where you put the yo-yo string. Um, and I really didn't think too much more about it, and he kind of came up with this message of, like, don't let the toy define you, so-and-so, and, so. and I, I really agreed with it, because nobody was really putting out that type of artwork on any yo-yos, um, and it was really well-received. It was it was kind of cool. Um, I had a lot of people come up and tell me that it was their favorite first base that they had seen. Um, we sold out of the first one, uh, first run, which was really cool, yeah. um, and now we have another one coming in, which is awesome, and Tyler was talking about doing another one with a, a similar graphic, so... I don't know. It's it's pretty cool. It was cool to kind of have my own first base, my own plastic for a little bit. Chesley, any last words? Nope. I don't know. Thanks, guys. Where can I where can I get one of the hoodies that you're wearing? Oh, this is a Caribou Lodge hoodie that I'm wearing. This was actually given to me by Chris. Ooh, uh, can you get this from YoYoExpert.com? I think you can. Actually. You can get them from YoYoExpert.com. Wow. Not specifically what you're wearing, but hundreds of yoyos and hundreds. other accessories, apparel. For, for a very low price, if you enter the coupon code SKILLS, that's S-C-A-L-E-S for free shipping. 